We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his own We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. The coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in Christmas drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. So what message do the rest of us take from what's happened over the past three weeks? It's very simple. The message is force is more effective than voting. Elections change nothing. Rioting, by contrast, makes you rich and powerful. When you riot, prosecutors will ignore the law on your behalf. Corporations will send you millions. Politicians will kneel down before you. It works. Violence works. Welcome to Inside Four Walls with your host James Madison. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host James Madison. And it is day three of me traveling along with the People's Convoy out of California and towards Washington, D.C. Uh, I met a couple of truckers in Michigan and then we headed to Indianapolis from there. Traveled through Indiana and now we're in Ohio. We are going from here to Maine and a few other stops along the East Coast on our way to Washington, D.C., where there is approximately two to three other convoys that should be meeting up. To my understanding, there is the People's Convoy, which is the one we're part of, which, to correct myself earlier, I missaid was from Texas. No, the People's Convoy is from California, the Freedom Convoy is from Texas, and the All-American People's Convoy, or the All-American Convoy itself, is from various states along the East Coast. And as I said earlier, at some point, all these convoys are supposed to converge at one location and meet up. Uh, there are some surface-level reports of anywhere between 500 to 1,500 truckers from Canada, but these are numbers I've only heard through the crowd and have had trouble finding any more clarity online. Uh, right now, I'm working on 
hopefully I'll have day one and two uploaded before we hit the road again. If not, I will bust ass to get two, three, or four days uploaded all on one day if I can. Uh, I was live streaming until I ran out of high-speed data. Now I live stream when I have a hotspot or a decent enough connection that warrants a live stream. Uh, it has not been, uh, it has not been the easiest. But I have been traveling with some uh, some friends, met a lot of friends uh, along this way. People I've met at other events, be it any of the three major Trump events held in D.C., the Million Maga March. Uh, uh, a certain day in January that will live in infamy forever. Mind you, I was only at the speaking event. And then we had the Stop the Steal in December of 2020. And a lot of the people uh, I ran into, I met at one of those three events or all three. Uh, the ride I was riding along with, we met up with the Unity Bridge. Which is very fortunate because if you followed my Rumble or see my older Rumble content, you'll know that uh, my news coverage covering the um, not just like the re- the Republican side of the political compass, but more of the populist movement as a whole, started with the Freedom Convoy back in I don't want to say 2016, but I feel like that was the first time I saw them. But I'll play it safe and say we first met around 2017. Uh, the Freedom Convoy has gone through many evolutions and changes in that time. I highly recommend checking them out. And if you're interested in donating, you should uh, donate or buy something from the Trump Unity Bridge store online or in person in Michigan. I wish I had a uh, an address offhand to give you. But I'm currently recording this from my phone, but I will be uploading a full news episode soon. I plan to dive right back into the Ukraine coverage. It's just the fog of war is very real. But let's continue talking about the convoy as a whole. There are truckers here from every corner of this country Arkansas, California, Michigan, New York, Delaware, Kansas, Texas, Louisiana, Florida. I saw a place from all over. And like I said, there's people coming up coming down, I should say, from Canada as well. Uh, man, uh, we were rolling up to this, uh, there's these two truck stops, uh, one's an AT and one's a, a Go-Mart, I believe it's called, a Go-Mart, uh, Go-Mart had a big welcome truckers and welcome people's convoy sign out front, uh, there have been a few instances where... Now, I haven't experienced it myself with this convoy, but I have experienced it on my own, and I have heard stories of people from the convoy dealing with this. Uh, pilots do not seem to be friendly towards the convoy. Uh, when I was in Michigan first interviewing some of the Freedom Convoy who are not... Now, the people in Michigan I talked to are not part of this convoy. They were passing through with a different group. There is a vast... Uh, to my knowledge, only about seven or eight, but there's a series of smaller convoys out of more rural communities, uh, smaller states and things like that, who are joining the much larger movements. I know the people's convoy that I'm a part of is the main one currently from size. Uh, the pe- uh, Freedom Convoy out of Texas was supposed to be pretty big too, but something happened where a lot of its numbers were reduced, but there's still thousands of trucks out, out of uh, 
out of Texas. And to my understanding, these are numbers I've heard, heard thrown around between three and five thousand trucks from California, or at least roughly around that part, or at least my understanding between California down to New Mexico. Uh, again, a lot of these numbers are very inconsistent, both with the crowd, uh, both, okay, so, with the people who are attending the convoy, there is a serious issue with having the numbers down, though the most consistent numbers I have heard, I will go through now, there is a thousand truckers coming down from Canada, right now, there is, and this is the most consistent numbers I've heard, that does not mean these are true, these are just the numbers I hear the most often. So do not take this as me telling you for fact how many truckers there are or any of these numbers to be true. Take everything I tell you when it comes to numbers and how many people are attending this with a grain of salt. Now that that disclaimer is out of the way, let's get back into it. So there's about a thousand can- uh, truckers coming down from Canada. In the People's Convoy as a whole, there is between 50, because I've heard 50 a lot. I've also heard 60,000 truckers in this convoy alone too but those are the numbers that i've been hearing consistently i do not know if that just refers to trucks and cars i hope to have more consistent numbers as time goes on and when you look at news coverage of this event it is just as inaccurate and wild with the numbers as possible some outlets are trying to downplay it saying oh it's only 200 truckers which i'm telling you as someone who's been filming this for going on three days now there is far more than that um, or they're trying to say there's a lot more than there is so it's somewhere in the middle I, I can only do so much to give you these numbers unfortunately uh, I, I have some kind of information for some of the truckers who organize this event I'm hoping to speak to them a little bit more and, more, and get more um, based information perhaps now Let's talk a little bit more about some of the people I've interviewed. So, I've talked to a lot of truckers, uh, some of which are vaccinated. For example, a lot of these truckers actually are vaccinated. They're here in form of, as a, as a type of solidarity. They're, you know, they like the vaccine, but they're against the mandates. And of course, you have a wide variety of people who are not vaccinated. Now... I've interviewed a few of these store owners, it's in my footage, I've asked them, like, have you had any issues with the Trump crowd, or have you had any issues with the anti-mandate crowd, have you had any issues with the convoy as a whole, and everybody who runs a sales, uh, a sales booth of any kind, they have said nothing but nice things, and when we were leaving the lot in Indiana, heading towards Ohio, uh, an older gentleman, uh, it's in the video, I hopefully will be having uploaded around eight or nine depending on when we leave and how long it takes to render it is a six and a half hour video so i may have bit off a little bit more than i could chew with that one i'm hoping i do not find myself regretting it because it is already almost five and it's only at three percent but it's been done for about 10 minutes so there's a chance it could be done in time so i may get day two out but day one may take a little bit longer day one was a little rough from the get-go uh, I had some technical difficulties, uh, connection issues, uh, new phone. I, I bought a new phone right before this all started, and a new laptop. So I was having some issues with those two devices. 
Um, but oh, it seems like I'm getting most of all this sorted out, organized. Um, but that, that's a that, that's a, a distraction, I guess. I, I got distracted. <laughs> so there's also a overpouring of goodwill and kindness from a lot of people who aren't part of the convoy, but have met us at every stop along the way. Uh, now, mind you, I've only been part of four stops. Uh, there's a lot of people who have been here since day one, and they've stopped at least one stop in every state along the way. And not to mention, there have been numerous reports of truckers who call their boss and like, hey, the Freedom Convoy drove by, and uh, I'm going to go with them. Now, to my understanding, full disclosure, most of these people I have heard this about, I do not have confirmation on. And, and... They own their own trucks. It's, to my understanding, they violate some sort of uh, contract. But they own the truck and everything they're taking with them. So it's not like they're stealing. They're just violating a contract. So people are uh, possibly going to lose their jobs. Me included in that one. Uh, I told my boss I, I might need this week off to film. But I was not expecting anything to this scale, mind you. This is a lot more than me or most of the people here could have or would have anticipated by very large numbers. Highways were getting shut down. Freeways, on-ramps, off-ramps, and not, not in like any mean or negative way now. Listening to the CB radio, there were a lot of truckers uh, across state that... We're complaining about the convoy, insulting them and disparaging them. There was also a lot of people who were hopping on CB radio just to harass the convoy. Now, I, I do want to throw something out there. There were a lot of people who were getting on the the CB radio. I was listening to it. There was a lot of people who were getting on it. And they were just sort of wasting airspace. And I don't mean to be necessarily mean, but... You know, it's one thing to hop on the CB and jump in and look at the jokes. And when people are, are, are throwing jokes, if you got something to add that's funny, it's worth adding. For sure, for sure. If you got a question about the route, where everybody is, what highway, destinations, all that, it is worth checking out. And it is, it's at least worth chiming in and being like, hey, we're over here in the back. Uh, where's the, anybody know where the front of this convoy is? What highway, what exit, so on and so forth. But there were people hopping on there being like, hey, how many dogs do you have? Wow. What's your favorite food? I'm not kidding. Um, and there was also a, a couple people in the convoy who were asking really stupid questions and then got mad at people for doing kind of silly but fun things. Like I said, if, if there's actual a good sense of humor behind what you're doing, it is probably worth doing just because this is, these are long road trips. And if you're actually funny, please speak it. If you're not, please shut the fuck up. Thank you. On behalf of everybody, I think. Can't say like speak for everybody, but I think uh, everybody agrees with me when I say if you're funny, speak up. If you're not, shut the fuck up and sit down and drive quietly. Um, but there was a guy we were... This is a dude who's playing like all these classic convoy songs. And I wouldn't say convoy songs, but like music from like trucker history. I'm not even that. Uh, I, I guess music connected to semi truck drivers. Like you had McCall's, um, oh God, what is it? Dark of the Moon on the 5th of June. I can't remember the name of that song. Convoy. 
uh, Convoy, and then you had uh, Jerry Reed's uh, Bandit, or uh, Eastbound and Down, sorry, but they were playing Bandit. Pretty much the entire soundtrack for the Bandit was played out loud. Uh, and there was a couple, um, well, not like Bryson Gray, but people who are in the same music genre as Bryson Gray uh, were making, they were playing a lot of pro convoy music. And there's this lady, I don't know her, I don't know who the hell she was, but she got on there and she was saying just the dumbest fucking unfunny shit. She was being super passive aggressive to everybody, rude and demanding people don't interrupt her. And then, and so for those who don't know how CBs work, uh, the cheaper they are, the, the closer you have to be to actually talk to and understand what anybody is fucking saying. So, you know, we're catching up to these trucks, and we're getting bits and pieces of different conversations as we travel. But for the most part, you know, we, 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 we look at the same four or five voices. And this lady would pop up occasionally, it'd be something like, you know, there's no room to move. This kind of is going so slow. Why are there so many people here? Do we need so many people here? And I don't know if she's just a fucking bitch or what, but Jesus lady. I don't know who the hell you are, but fucking figure yourself out. Jesus, good on you, mate, I guess. And she was like, I don't want to hear your backwoods hick shit music played on somebody else's airwaves. Lady, you weren't a trucker. You're on their airwaves. Just like I am. Just like I am. But I'm not going to get on a trucker's, you know, communication network and be like, hey, why don't you do what I want you to do? No. In many ways, I'm a guest. And you know what? I conduct myself as such. A fucking guest. They're letting us talk. And look, the people, these truckers who've been on these CB radios longer than half of us have been alive. No, me, at least. Look at my audience. It's firmly in the 30 to 60 range. So most of you are older than I am and older than the same age or a little bit older than some of these truckers. Um, So when you're on the CB radio and you're riding along, for the love of God, don't be a fucking twat. Friendly reminder, we are guests in that. We're not truckers. We don't know their lingo. And don't pollute the CB waves with just nonsense and stupidity. These people need to be able to communicate to each other and effectively strategize and organize the convoy. And with people jumping in, being rude, and just treating the CB lines as their own personal walkie-talkies, and it, it, it's distracting. And, and that's not to say you can't jump in. Again, if you have a serious question, like where is everybody, where are we going, what exits do we need to do, or if you have something genuinely funny to say, please pipe up. It's a long trip, and humor is welcomed. But not being an asshole. Not being someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Not being someone who just takes up airway asking things like, what is your favorite food? My God, somebody asked that question twice. But that's not about me bitching about people's etiquette. I'm not really one to talk here. Again, I'm not a trucker. I'm just some freelance dude out of Ipsy to travel along with the convoy. It was just annoying me that so many people wanted to get attitudes when truckers were like, hey, you know, we need this line to communicate to one another. Uh, it was just a pain in the ass. Not to mention, uh, people were constantly just... Like, people were trying to play music on, on the CBs. Uh, and they're holding, like... You could tell they're holding their speaker away from the from the radio. And it was, it was creating a bad feedback loop because they're listening to themselves on the CB radio while they're on the CB radio, it was in, uh, a lot of time we get the CB off, but 
we got through it. We got into the two truck stops in uh, in Lore City. Hung out there for a few hours. Went around, interviewed some people, met some interesting characters. And then we headed out. We're supposed to be meeting up back at the same truck stops tomorrow around 10 a.m. Hopefully hitting the road a little bit around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Oh, I, I think with how many trucks there are, we should probably try to meet up a little bit sooner. I was surprised when they said 10. But, yeah. It, every day there's more and more people joining in on this. It, it, it's hard to plan effectively for the group they left with, let alone how many people have joined in and met up with us. So this, this is a constantly growing movement, and it's been amazing to see the volunteers come out. People, uh, a bunch of motorcyclists uh, started riding along with the convoy, and they were helping people park, guiding people to parking spaces, and helping with directions with people who didn't know their way around the area. That was really cool. We also have, uh, there's a massive force of volunteer mechanics who are riding alongside fixing up trucks and cars that they break down. And there's at least two uh, fuel tankers that were following along. I don't know how long they can follow along. It's quite expensive what they're doing. I imagine once they're out of gas and their tankers, they're probably going to have to peace out. But while they're here, we're grateful to have them. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, we also have had a... There was a massive turnout of people showing up with pickup trucks or just vans full of food bags, lunch boxes filled with stuff, snacks, people donating uh, bathroom amenities and food left, right, and center. There's also been a lot of first aid kits and things like that donated. It's also good to see that parents are actually taking their kids out, you know. I've covered in the events like these for years, and I don't think I've ever seen so many families taking part in these kinds of political movements and, like, I don't know, it, it seems a little hyper- uh, hyperbolic to say historical events but I feel like this is starting to apply more and more and more and more with events like this you always hear uh, things like oh super massive crowds biggest turnout in history historic making event you hear these terms thrown around a lot and in many ways they are buzzwords but this is yeah maybe it's just coming from me and the people in it because we're in it but it, there's something different about this one I don't know it, maybe it's just because it's because I'm going around and I'm interviewing people. I'm interviewing people who are vaccinated and people who aren't vaccinated. The vaccinated are here supporting the unvaccinated in solidarity because they're both against mandates. Biden voters, Trump voters, Joe Jorgensen voters. All these people are coming out with different ideologies. Here, to put it like this. Do you want to know what I saw when I was at a truck stop? I saw a rabbi, or at least a Hasidic Jewish gentleman, a Christian, and a Muslim guy, or... No, it was Muslim because he wasn't wearing uh, his his head wrap wasn't in the style of a Sikhs, and they're all talking politics and philosophy. And you know the government has really messed up when Christians, Muslims, atheists, and Catholics, and all of them are holding hands and saying "fuck the government." And you know Biden did say he would unite this country, and I don't think me and him had this in mind when he said it, but. Nonetheless, it is good to see people coming together to support a cause and each other. I will be hopefully around 1 o'clock releasing uh, an updated article on the WordPress about the event. And hopefully before I hit the road, I'll have day one and day two fully uploaded to Rumble and other 
video streaming sites. I'll leave links in the description of this podcast when those go live. Uh, if you're part of the convoy or if you're listening to this and you want to find out how to get a hold of us, reach out to me on Instagram at inside4walls1776 or on Getter at outside4walls. You can also find us on Rumble at outside4walls and inside4walls on Rumble. That being said, I've been your host, James Madison. I want to say thank you very much for your increased support to the show and to the truckers and the cause as a whole. That being said, I hope you guys have a great morning. Have a safe day, and I'll be back with an update either tonight at 8, or I'll be back with an update at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Till then, peace out, guys. America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.